As long as nobody fell down the stairs this time. <laughs> I can't believe that lady fell down my stairs when she was delivering my food. I felt so bad. This is the Morning Dota Podcast. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. I am Carlos, and with me, as always, are my esteemed co-hosts, Danny and Juan. What's up, gents? Hey, hey, good afternoon. Not much. Afternoon? It's like midnight over here, man. (laughs) (laughs) This is when we record our podcast, by the way. Middle of the night, always. I'm just kidding. Late night. Let's do that again. Let's do that again, because then we're going to be off. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So how's everybody doing? Not bad. You? How you doing? Yeah, doing all right, doing all right. Um, doing good, thank you. Uh, so, man, we had a pretty big uh, tech reveal this week, man. The uh, the brand new PS5 has been unveiled finally, so we'll uh, we'll we'll deep dive into that, and also we'll do a quick uh, movie review on this new horror slasher movie. We actually mentioned it last week. It's called Becky. Uh, so we'll get into that, and of course, as always, we'll have the timestamps in the show notes. So feel free to bounce around to any. You know, any topics you um, you want to jump to that we're covering today. All right. But before we do that, really quick, uh, we last week, we, you know, we talked about the the movie theater thing. Right. And, you know, we talked about the drive ins, how that might be a thing. And I actually got to experience a drive in just last night. It's kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, but we actually saw that there was like this indoor soccer field here in Chicago in the Pilsen neighborhood. That's doing like these pop-up events with with drive-ins. And they were actually showing the original Star Wars episode four, A New Hope. And so we went to go see it last night. And uh, I got to say, man, it was, a, it was a pretty cool experience. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced a drive-in before or at least recently. Mm, not, no, it's, it, it's been a while for me. Yeah, for me, it's, it's been quite a while. For me, it's probably been since grammar school when we used to have one right here in uh, Northwest Indiana. Man, I, like honestly, yes. dude, I I thought that I might have gone to one like maybe like younger as a kid. I literally can't remember ever going to one before, so it's either been that long where I don't remember at all. But um, you know, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting experience to just kind of you know sit in your car and and watch a movie and you know the movie looked good like qual like quality wise. It was audio was not good because you have to listen to it through like the um, the FM transmitter on your car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it didn't sound very good, but it's not really about that. It's more about the experience. It was kind of like um like having a picnic in your car but watching a movie at the same time. Um and it was cool, man. They they had a a a thing where you can order food uh through like their website and they'll deliver it to you. They'll bring it out to your car. So the the facility has like a little restaurant and mm-hmm. so you can go on there and they'll bring you some food and I think the cuz we we went to a late show. It was like a 11:50 p.m. so it was almost midnight when the movie started. And I think the kitchen was open to like 1 a.m. But yeah, if you just order food, they'll bring it to you, but we took our own. You know, we it was kind of like a little picnic, just pack some food in, snacks and drinks and just went, man. It was it was pretty cool. I got I got to be honest. It was it was pretty fun. So what was the um like did you buy tickets online? Yeah, everything was done through uh Eventbrite. So Eventbrite is a okay. you know yeah. is a you know yeah if you're familiar with that it's typically where you buy tickets for festivals and things like that. Um so it looks like they were running it just for about a week for Star Wars and while we were there they had it up on the big screen that they were the next movie they were going to show was Grease. So it looks like they're okay. doing a lot of just like older classic type of movies. 
Um, and yeah, it was it, it was funny too because like the I'm not sure what they're using like to actually project it on, like if they're you know playing it off a DVD or something like that. But it was the version of the latest version of Star Wars: A New Hope, where um, where Han Solo you know shoots Guido for the you know of course he shot yeah. first, and he says McClunky, which was this <laughs> you know what so so nobody knows what that word means, um, but it was something that was added into the Disney Plus version of uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. So when that part came up, I'm like, I'm wondering what version we're watching. Is it going to be the McClunky version? And sure enough, it was. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're if they're streaming this from Disney Plus, and in, in, in which case, I have questions. Like, how did you? Yeah. Like, are yeah, you allowed you to do, do that? that? <laughs> like, so because uh, I'm not sure how that works. If you just want to like make a pop up movie theater, do you have to get permission to to show whatever movie you're watching, or can you just do it and hope no one notices? I don't really know how that works, but. Yeah, that would have been funny if, like, the when the movie ended, you see the interface for Disney Plus. Yeah, and, and when it first started, you know, you saw the interface when it first started, and to me, it looked kind of like the way, uh, you know, a, a DVD looks when you you have like the play and all that, mm-hmm. uh, where it has like play extra features, all of that stuff, and it looked like that. And I, you know, I compared that to my own Disney Plus. I'm like, well, mine doesn't look like that. But I also have Disney Plus on a specific platform. Maybe they had it on a on a different one, and that's just the way it looks. I don't really know. So I'm really curious. And you know, obviously, there's no one there that I could have asked to be like, hey, how are you streaming this? Is it legal? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, did you get a chance to look at the projector? I mean, like, from no, the back? it it was kind of far back. Any. I couldn't really even see where it was. You know, it, they were projecting it onto like the side of the building. It's kind of like a big warehouse. I sent you a picture if you, you take a look yeah. at it. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was just kind of on the side of the building and it was pretty big. But at the same time, it was it felt like the screen was about the same size as a typical movie theater screen, maybe slightly bigger. Um, and the place where you can where you were, like where the cars were, it wasn't that big. It was kind of like a medium sized parking lot. Um, and that's pretty much where they set it up. They had cones set up and you had a designated spot that you can park in where, you know, depending on the ticket you bought online. And, and yeah, you just sat in there. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes for their website. So anyone that is in the Chicago area, you want to check out what they have. Uh, I'll link it on there. You guys can take a look. Uh, like I said, the Greece is next and I'm sure they'll have more stuff. Probably all summer they'll be doing that. Um, yeah, the, the, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. The Greece one sounds like it'd be pretty cool. Almost like, uh, could even turn into like a sing-along for people in their cars and stuff you know yeah i feel like greece is like a perfect uh drive-in movie right even yeah. with like the movie itself they have a a drive-in uh scene and all that so so were they you know were the cars practicing uh social distancing i mean how did they get parked cars and all that the cars were pretty much you know next to each other i would say the cars were probably a good five to ten feet uh, apart it wasn't totally full either um, but they did say that you weren't allowed to leave your car unless you were going to the bathroom. And if you did, you had to wear your mask. Um, but it was also kind of cold last night. It was like in the fifties. So it was actually a little bit chilly. So no one was out of their cars. There was a couple of people that pulled up in like pickup trucks and they were actually mm. sitting in the bed of their pickup truck watching it. Yeah. So they were kind of sitting outside and there was another family that was in like a minivan and they had the back of the minivan open. And they were just kind of sitting on it, kind of like they were tailgating. It's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was going to think, too, is like people would pick up trucks or vans and stuff, you know, just park it in reverse and sit in the bed or something, you know. But like, yeah. yeah, like you said, it was pretty cold last night, too. So maybe when when the weather gets a little bit warmer on the weekends, it'll, yeah. it'll get and more. A, 
it was definitely a learning experience too, where you don't want to sit, you don't want to have your car too close to the screen because of your, you know, the, the roof of your car gets in the way. So yeah. if you're a little bit further back, you can actually look straight out and see better. Um, and if you're oh, a little yeah. bit closer, like we were in the second row, so we were almost at the very front. And I kind of had to like scooch my seat all the way forward so that I can actually see and clear the roof of my car. Um, so, you know, obviously it's if you can get out of your car and sit outside, that'd be cool. Or maybe if you have like a convertible, that'd be cool too. Um, otherwise, you'd probably want to sit a little bit further back so you can actually see better, more comfortably. But all in all, pretty dope. Highly recommend it. I would do it again. How much were the... Uh, Sounds like fun. How much were those tickets? I mean, I because I, I, when you mentioned it to me on friday i believe i had one looked it up too and i think i had read it was like 35 dollars for like five people correct 35 bucks per car and it was 35 bucks per car and it was a maximum of five people in the car so if you had more than that it was five dollars extra per person so if you pull up with like a minivan with eight people inside of it you're gonna have to pay (laughs) that extra for any anything over five nobody in your trunk right yes yeah, right <laughs> well i mean they could if they want to be in the trunk they can't watch it but yeah sure <laughs> you know saying, then they come out of their they just they pop, come out. Out of their, <laughs> pop out of your trunk once you park <laughs> no what up but yeah so again it was uh <laughs> it, it was pretty it was pretty fun i i enjoyed that all right so tech reveal for the week man ps5 finally got unleashed you know we had uh they had a little bit of a presentation back in april where they just talked about a lot of the techie stuff that most consumers didn't really care about they're you know they were talking about how fast like the ssd was and all this other stuff and gamers are like i just want to see it so we finally got um, a look at some of the ps5 titles and the actual hardware that's launching later this year um did you guys get a chance to take a look at the launch what do you think i did and i can't wait i cannot wait what are your thoughts i love it Mm. i like the design Man, I'm right there with you. A lot of people are it, it, me. It's been meme city on the internet with this with with the launch. Like everyone's been making their you know their little mock up pictures of the PS5. I like it. I really like. I like it. The futuristic design. You know, it looks like a piece of concept art that actually came to life. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, at, f- at first, it threw me off with the the disc the disc version because it kind of looks like it has a little bump on the side. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I mean, but then you get used to it. I wonder if. Is it only vertical? I'm thinking you can lay it horizontal as well, right? Yeah, I've seen pictures of it laying down horizontal. I can't even remember where I saw it at either, but I did see one picture of my, and I don't know if it, if it was a, a real pictures or somebody just kind of mocked that up, but whatever little base it's on, it looks like you can you know lay it flat on top of it, but I'm with you. It, it looks like it's meant to stand up. So right. I'm, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I really like the the design of it. The There's two versions, right? So we have the discless and the disc. And the discless one looks a little bit sleeker, right? It looks uh, more symmetrical because you don't have yes. that bump on it like you just mentioned. And right. uh, yeah, I, I do agree with that. But I personally would always go with something that's got a you know physical media, especially because it's also a 4K Blu-ray player. So you get more out of it than just downloading games. Um, so... Uh, yeah, man, I, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. What, what did you see it, Juan? What do you think? Yeah, I saw it. Um, I mean, I haven't really been into the to the gaming scene in quite a almost a decade. But yeah, it, when I first saw it, you know, it kind of reminded me of an old router or something. But yeah, I mean, once I got more looked into it more and looked at the design and the specs and all that, I mean, yeah, it looks it's pretty tight. I mean, I I gotta admit and. I know you had mentioned some of the titles that came out and stuff like, or they're gonna come out 
Um, one that really caught my eye was that uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is hell yeah, looks that's like the first one me. I saw that was like absolutely, yeah. I can't wait to get that. Um, but yeah, you're right. As far as looking at making it look like a ride, that was actually one of the the little memes I saw online too, where it looked like a they made it look like an old router, and it does, it does kind of look like one, but. At the same time, it looks very futuristic with just, like I said, it kind of looks like a concept, like a piece of concept art that came to life. Yeah. So the, um, so like I said, I mean, I haven't been in the gaming scene for a while. So there's a, there's two versions, right? There's your discless one and then your regular one with the, the disc. Mm-hmm. So the digital version. Yeah, yeah. So the digital version is for going to be people that, I mean, how do, I mean, to me, how does that work for like a regular gamer though? Like they just buy the, the game it gets downloaded onto the yeah, hardware and that's it right mm-hmm. right so they can't buy the digital yeah so they're not going to be able to like resell their resell their games or stuff no more right yeah I, I mean i'm pretty sure that's the same thing that you deal with now if you have like one of the digital all digital xboxes right you have okay the xbox one s uh that is all digital as well and it's kind of the same thing you would just buy your games from the microsoft store um, I think you could even buy them digitally from like Amazon and some other places as well. But pretty much you'd be buying them digitally and downloading it, uh, which, again, even if you're using a physical disk and you pop it in there, it still installs it on the hard drive. So you're still taking up space on your hard drive no matter what. Okay. Um, so I think it's more of the speed of it, you know, because if you throw it in from a physical disk, it'll install faster than you having to download it. Um, maybe you don't have the best internet connection, so that's going to be a benefit. And then of course, again, it is a 4k Blu-ray drive. So, you know, watching physical media, watching movies and stuff like that is still a a benefit to some people. I know for me it would be. So, uh, most of the stuff I watch is streaming just like everybody else. But, you know, I would, I'd like to have the option of having physical media. Yeah. I wonder what the, uh, if the digital version is going to have a bigger hard drive, because I think the standard version it has like a 870 something terabyte yeah, hard drive eight, 800 and something it's not even a full terabyte it's like 800 and something gigabytes okay um and so which is i thought was kind of odd but it is a custom drive that they're using so that's probably why it's got an odd uh size but um yeah i mean it's again it doesn't if it's bigger uh, for the discless one that would make more sense but at the same time you still install the game on your drive when even if you have the physical media mm-hmm. so it's you're still taking up space so i would imagine the space would still be the same and then maybe they have an option for just a bigger drive in general um but i well, could be totally wrong this might actually play off of the disc i have no idea well i guess we'll see well it it does have the option for an external storage so mm-hmm. you could you could plug in a usb hard drive um and not use up the internal and but unfortunately well i don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing but you can only use the external for, for PS4 games. Mm, um, okay. Okay. I, I missed that detail. Which I guess is okay. So you don't have to, you know, I guess the good thing there is if you have a PS4 library, you could pop it on an external hard drive, still play them on your PS5 mm-hmm. um, and not use up PS5 space. I mean, good or bad, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you want to use it. But um, but yeah, the USB external version is for PS4 games only. Yeah, and I have to imagine that they would probably come out with... They didn't announce this, but they would, I would assume they'd come out with some kind of external uh, accessory that lets you expand the storage more. Uh, I know I know yep. Xbox Series X is doing that. They have this custom uh, port on the back where you can p- uh, plug in an external drive that gives you more space. And pretty much the external one that you plug in is identical to the one that's built in. So you can essentially double up your uh, your storage in that in that device. So I, I'm pretty sure Sony's doing something similar. It, it's 
you know, especially with today with how big the games are, they're ridiculous. I mean, you look at like even the latest like Call of Duty, the, the Warzone game, like 150 gigabytes. It's like something ridiculous. It's like a very large game. Mm. So, you know, they take up more and more space now because they're they're bigger games. They're, you know, any every time you go further in, in your graphical power, the games kind of grow with it. So I don't know. I don't feel like a terabyte is enough, to be honest. No. So what other kind of specs does it have? Like, I mean, CPU wise, memory. Yeah. So uh, just to kind of do like a side by side as far as, you know, with the Xbox and the PS5, they are extremely similar on paper as far as the specs go. So, you know, just uh, not to get into the weeds, you know, too much, but you're looking at like the the CPU on it. They're both uh, custom uh, AMD Ryzen Zen 2 processors. They're both eight cores. The Xbox is clocked a little bit faster at 3.8 gigahertz, whereas the PS5 is at 3.5. They both have 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 RAM. Uh, the storage is a little bit different. So the PS5 does have an 825 gigabyte custom SSD, whereas the Xbox Series X has a full one terabyte. So I mean, it's a pretty big chunk of space, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, they're all the same. They both support up to 8K. They both support up to 120 FPS at 4K. Uh, they both have 4K Blu-ray drives if you're going with the disc version of the PS5. And uh, the GPU is uh, on paper, the GPU is a little bit weaker on the PS5 versus the Xbox Series X. So when you look at their, you know, they typically measure the GPU performance in teraflops and the PS5 comes in at 10.3 teraflops where the Xbox comes in at 12. Um, And both of those GPUs are also made by uh, AMD. So um, totally new hardware that we haven't seen, like in the PC world or anything like that. So it's these numbers don't really mean all that much until you actually see how they perform, Um, because, you know, it doesn't really mean hardware is just one part of it. Right. It's also like software and how it works together and how the games run. You know, you take something like like cell phones, for example, and you take like a top end Android and a top of the line iPhone. On paper, the iPhone has lower specs. You know, they typically have lower core counts, lower RAM, uh, but they typically perform just as good or better in most cases, real world and in benchmarks. So it really does also depend on the software and how it's running and how the games are actually going to be utilized. So more to come on that. So does the is the Xbox Series X, is that going to come with a digital version too? They haven't said that the only one okay. that they've showed so far is just the one with the disc. So if they're doing a discless one, which, again, they have in the past with the Xbox One S, uh, they might. But as of right now, they haven't they haven't uh, taken anything off, like as far as uh, revealing that they're going to have a digital one only. Yeah. And I mean, that that's pretty interesting now that I'm seeing the specs, you know, AMD. I mean, just a little sidebar on that is like what's going to happen to Intel because, you know, Apple recently... Is probably gonna announce soon that they're gonna do away with Intel chips as well. So it's kind of kind of odd that everybody's going AMD now and what's gonna happen to Intel. AMD has made some serious, serious uh, improvements in in their performance. You know, my my custom PC that I have is an AMD, uh, you know, Ryzen nine third generation processor in mine. So mm-hmm. I went AMD as well personally because Intel is is more expensive with less performance, you know, and it's just, they've done a a way better job in the past few years in getting their performance up and surpassing Intel. Intel's always been the king. 
and and yeah. overall they still will be right i mean intel they they make a lot of stuff that's for gamers but the majority of their business comes from enterprise that comes from yeah. people that you know have servers and server farms and things like that that's where their business is they don't necessarily i mean i'm, I'm sure they care but it's a small part of their business when you're looking at consumer computers, gaming PCs, things like that. Uh, most of the money that they make comes from their enterprise customers. Yeah. So, what about yeah. um? So price? Not. I mean, obviously, nothing about price. But I know I saw somewhere it was going to be between four hundred and seventy and five hundred dollars for the base yeah, version. Anyway. I even think it'll be more than that. I think it might land around the six hundred dollar mark for just the yeah, base version. Yeah, that's versions. what I'm hearing. Yeah, yep, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. and just I just just thought of it too. I saw a uh, an article um, where it was there was a placeholder for the for a two terabyte version of the PS5 on the UK's Amazon page, and someone actually successfully bought it. Like they actually paid for it and and checked out successfully. Uh, of course, it was taken down, but for a two terabyte. Uh, PS5 on that placeholder, it was listed at five five hundred ninety nine British pounds, which, if you translate that to freedom dollars, that's about seven hundred and fifty two bucks. Mm-hmm. So you, if say they have a two terabyte version and they bring that in at you know seven forty nine US, uh, that would I wouldn't be surprised by that because two terabytes worth of custom SSD that's expensive. So you know I know I like I have a two terabyte. Um, generation four uh, m.2 ssd in my computer and if you just bought that part alone it's about 400 bucks so that storage is very expensive obviously they're not paying that right because you're buying stuff in bulk you're getting it custom made for you it's they're not paying the same but just to put it in perspective two terabytes of a custom ssd is pretty expensive oh yeah i mean yeah custom ssds cards yeah are are you liking the the two-tone controller yeah i I don't mind it i like yeah, I like it. I think it looks I'm cool. It. I don't like the two tone on the PS5 itself. I would prefer it to be all black. So more than likely, if you know, when I get mine, I'll be slapping some kind of vinyl skin on it just to kind of make it all black. That's just personal preference, especially because it wouldn't really match any of my furniture. Everything is like dark brown or black. So to have uh, you know a, a a big tower that's like almost all white, it would kind of clash a little too much. So I would probably wrap it up and just have it all black. Yeah, okay. maybe maybe this will be the one that gets me back into gaming because I really do want to get my hands on that Spider-Man yeah. game. Man, looks, well, just the you know, trailer for, looks pretty. Oh my god, it looks beautiful. It great, looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I have been I haven't had a, a PlayStation since the PS One personally. So this is my first time where I'll be kind of leaving behind Xbox. I've always been an Xbox gamer and going to the PlayStation. And mainly it's because I ha- I game on PC and gaming on PC versus on Xbox, the, the titles are pretty much the same. So anything that's exclusive to Xbox, you can also play on PC. So the fact that I can do that, I think it's it makes sense for me to skip this version of the Xbox and just go to the PS5. Uh, so they're going to have a Hitman 3 too, huh? Yeah. So talking about some of the titles that they're going to have. Uh, first, you know, just some of the exclusives that are going to be PlayStation only. You know, like you said, you already talked about the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Man, that one looks am- it looks so good. I cannot wait for that one. Uh, there's another one called Horizon Forbidden West. Kind of caught my attention. It looks pretty good as well. Uh, there's Gran Turismo 7 if you're into racing games. I personally am not. Uh, a new Ratchet and Clank. That looked fun. Um, and then we have some other multi-platform titles like you said like the hitman 3 like that's actually coming out on all platforms 
mm-hmm. but it was part of their release announcement, right, where they were talking about, you know, this is one of the games we're bringing, but Hitman 3 will be on PC, Xbox, all that stuff as well in 2021. But they got a good lineup of specific games that are only going to be on there. And they also have a good lineup of games that are exclusive for a certain uh, time frame. So they have timed exclusive titles. Um, there's one called Stray, which caught my attention. It, it's like this game where there are no more humans. It's nothing but robots. And the only biological life that's around are cats. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> but you play as like, hmm. it looks like you play as like this messenger cat because the trailer shows this cat with like a little backpack on it. <laughs> Looks like it looks hilarious. Uh, so that looked cool. Uh, the other one is that caught my eye. It's called um, uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. It looks something that was essentially copied right out of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but with way better. Gra- like it looks amazing. It looks like a Pixar movie that you can control. So mm-hmm. stuff. It just there's a lot of stuff in there that's looking really really good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Hitman was one of the last games I had stopped playing. Well, when I had stopped gaming, was one of the games that I was playing at the time. That one in Gears of War, but yeah, Hitman was Hitman was my game back then. So I'm looking yeah, forward man, to Hitman that one too. So dope! I love Hitman. Um, so uh, any kind of game that's that's you know kind of stealthy that you know I really like. The probably the one that it, it, that excited me the most, and I'm not even sure if this one is exclusive to PlayStation Five like forever. It's a Bethesda title. It's called Deathloop. Um, I'll leave a link to the trailer so you guys can go check this out if you haven't seen it yet. Deathloop looks like I don't. I don't even know. It, it's a it's a first person shooter, and it's like a concept where you are competing against other assassins, and every time you get killed, you start over from the beginning because you're stuck in like this time loop thing. Uh, it looks dope. The mechanics look fun. And that's probably one that I'm most excited for. I don't know if it's going to be a PS5 exclusive forever. They weren't clear on that, uh, but it is coming to the PS5 for sure. And man, that one looks dope. Yeah, can't wait. Was this hol- holidays, right? Holidays yep. 2020? I'm assuming uh-huh. November probably, yeah. right? Probably for both the yeah, Xbox they, too. Yeah, they usually come out in November, mm-hmm. but... You gotta give everybody one of those. Hard, yeah, you gotta give everybody to time to uh, to to trample each other and try to get one. So <laughs> it definitely doesn't. It's gonna be a hard to find item this this, this holiday season. Yeah, man. Can I it? hope they go like the way cell phones do, right? Where they kind of do like pre-orders. You can just do it online and just you know try to do it that way instead of having to go fight someone in a store for it. Especially right <laughs> now, you know, with with a, a global pandemic going on. I'm not trying to be in a crowded store trying to get this thing that's too bad though i already spent all my stimulus money too <laughs> not what like i gotta do. start all over <laughs> but man but uh some other things just to just to touch on really quick with the next gen gaming in general ps5 and the xbox series x um you know depending on the kind of tv you have you know these are going to be able to output at 4k 120 fps whereas right now the best you can do is you can game at 4K 60. So you can actually double up your frame rate depending on the the TV that you have if you're able to uh, take advantage of that. So if you have any TV from, you know, 2019, 2020 uh, and beyond, you'll be able to take advantage of some of these features that these new consoles are going to be able to do. Um, and specifically, it's HDMI 2.1. And uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff, man. It's um, it's taking gaming to, to the next level from, you know, for as far as a sitting in the living room playing video games type of thing. Obviously, your stuff in PC world has been 
way beyond 120 FPS for a long time. But um, this is uh, it's pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. I think when I get my feet wet again with it, it's going to be a big difference for me visually. And Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And for all of the PC gamers out there that are going to talk about how, you know, we've had all of this stuff forever and ever now, you're not wrong. But the, you know, the, the mass market in gaming is console gaming. And so when console gaming gets to this level, that only exceed that's only like pushes PC gaming even further. So in the PC gaming right. world, yeah, you're going to see some pretty big leaps and bounds in the next generation graphics cards that come out later this year and maybe next year. Um, because again, the PC console, I'm sorry, the, the, the console gaming market is what moves gaming forward as a whole. And mm-hmm. PC always exceeds it. But because that's a much smaller, you know, sliver of the gaming community, it's really the console gaming that pushes everything forward. So I'm so me as a PC gamer myself, I'm very excited to see what comes next. If these consoles are looking this good, I can only imagine what the next gen PC stuff's going to be looking like. Yeah. And that brings in, you know, like VR gaming. I know we, we were going to try to talk about VR this week. You know, we'll probably talk about that in the, in the next week or week after. But so then you got to think about VR, you know, how does mm-hmm. that get introduced and, you know, how does that raise the bar higher as far as hardware and stuff like that? So, yeah, it, it's it's probably a good time to be a gamer right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I think if, if the I mean, the every year, the 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 revenue that comes from gaming just explodes almost every single year it just gets better and better and better. And more and more people are jumping into it. Um, and I mean, you even have. I mean, you can game on your cell phone that looks way better than anything oh, yeah. that you played, you know, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. You can do that on your on the, something that fits in your pocket. So yeah. it's wild. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, I'm excited. Any last thoughts on the PS5? I'm excited. No, I'm excited. Gran Turismo. Dan- Can't wait. Danny. Oh, so you're a race. You're a, you're a race game fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm looking yeah, forward to you that. Have you flying down I-80? This- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he drives in real life. He's just whipping the car real hard. <laughs> Tells his wife, come on, let's go. We're going to go for a ride. And, you know, it's just, it's like Grand Theft Auto with him. Wow. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> I that. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to see Grand Turismo. And, well, I guess once they announce any baseball baseball titles. Yeah. yeah especially with, uh, you know, with PlayStation having uh, the, that, 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 that game franchise, The, the show. show, right, which is uh, yes. exclusive to PlayStation. Again, since I've always been in uh, an Xbox game. Uh, uh, player for as far as console goes i've never had a chance to play the show it looks like an awesome game so i typically don't oh, yeah. do sports games myself but that one looks like a lot of fun the story mode looks really intricate yeah. i can't I... wait gran turismo and that will be the show one sec one stand yeah i think the other well, that, that would that wouldn't be until probably the march time frame of next year right right obviously. yeah season starts yeah because we can get season. no baseball this year <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, another game, though, just before we move on, is that I'm excited for is the Resident Evil Village. That's not a PS5 exclusive. That's a that is something that's going to be coming out uh, on all platforms. Essentially, it's Resident Evil Eight. Um, I don't know if any of you guys ever played Resident Evil Seven. It was the last um, the last game, not including the remake, because we've had Resident Evil Two and Three that are remakes from the old games. Uh, that game scared the shit out of me. Uh, like it reminded me of. The first time I played Silent Hill, like way back in the day on like the original Xbox and PlayStation. And hopefully this game is like that as well, where it's just a really good horror survival type of game. So I know I'm not the only one that hasn't been in gaming. I mean, besides YouTube, you know, but so is there 
is there cross-platform gaming now between yes systems yes. Mm-hmm. okay and that all yes, depends to the on the on the studios that make the games it's up to them to do that okay i got gotcha. you so i yeah, can play so yeah you can play grand theft auto with somebody that's playing on xbox pc and playstation pretty much well I, i'm depending not, on the title yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Grand Theft Auto personally. I don't know if they do cross-platform, but like, say, for example, Fortnite or um, you know, Call of Duty Warzone. All of those are cross-platform. You can be on PC playing against someone on an Xbox right. or whatever. So, stuff like that is cross-platform. Yes, because that's all okay. server-based, right? So, you know, if say Fortnite, for example, that's owned but owned and run by Epic, you're essentially playing off of you know, or connecting to Epic servers. They don't really care what device you're using because you can even play on your on your phone because they have Fortnite mobile. Right. So, yeah, for some titles, it's all cross-platform. I wish more uh, studios would do that because it's nice to be able to play with, uh, with people no matter what consoles they have. Uh, but more and more are doing that. Yeah, I mean, and the game has to be a non-exclusive and it has to be a, actually a cross like you know licensing has to has to span across the various platforms exactly like some of your sports games mm-hmm. like like gran turismo you couldn't because that's sony that's a sony exclusive mm-hmm. and then you're then you have your um same thing with spider-man like that's a game that yep. you're not going to get anywhere else because that's owned by sony so they're not going to put it on other platforms which yeah. to me doesn't make any sense like like i get it you're you're making this title and you're like okay this is what's going to bring people to your console but i don't know i feel like you would make more by just opening it up to anyone, right? I don't know, but cool. Yeah, I mean, that'll be I'll be hopefully saving some money and getting that if there's any left at the end of the year. Well, well <laughs> let, we can go camp out yeah. at Best Buy or something. <laughs> well, how about this? We'll just have Carlos buy it and then we'll just go play at his house all the time. There you go. Yeah, or I can just buy a bunch of them and then resell them to you at a markup. <laughs> ah, okay. How's that work? You're going yeah. to put one of those on us, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to treat it like a sneaker release. I'm going to get 10 of them. And as, long as, the prof- <laughs> as long as the profits go back into Morning Donut Productions, I'm okay with it. Okay, that's cool. We can do that. <laughs> All right, man. So let's move into uh, this Becky movie, dude. I mean, did you did you see this? Who saw this movie? I saw it. Danny, you didn't I see it, right? I have not seen it. Okay. I have not. No, I did not see it yet this week. So, All right. I know. Well, real quick. I know, no, we're a fam- I know we're a family show. And this is, you know, this is not a family movie, to be honest. <laughs> just, not at all. So, dude. that's just a disclaimer I want to put out there right now for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is. So, well, we'll talk about it in, in high level because we don't want to do any spoilers. But we will get into some spoiler talk because I want to talk about the ending. Um, so I will put the timestamps in the show notes. So if you want to watch this movie fresh without knowing anything about it, you can skip the whole thing or you can just skip the the, the spoiler part of it. Um, and that way you can go experience it if you want to check this movie out. It is available on uh, video on demand. It actually was also released in theaters. Um, I have to find the article and I'll and I'll link that as well so you can take a look at it. But I believe it was released on like 40-something screens nationwide. So there are a handful of, of theaters that are currently open. And um, it actually did get some box office numbers. No, no, nothing spectacular, obviously, because it's not really it's not really um, open, you know, widespread like that on, you know, thousands of screens. But uh, it is actually in theaters if you happen to live somewhere where theaters are open right now. Um, but for the most part, it is a video on demand uh, movie. You can rent it. You can um, through, I think, through anything, through Apple, through 
uh, YouTube even, I think. So, um, yeah. So what, do you, what were your thoughts on it, Juan? Um, well, first of all, the, uh, <clears throat> the young lady in the movie, Lulu Wilson, kind of reminded me of a young Reese Witherspoon for some reason. I don't know why. She just has that look to her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But, yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, I think in the last episode, you called it, what, Kevin McAllister on, I can't remember yeah. what you had meant. Mur- yeah, I said it was murderous. It was, uh, it was pretty McAllister. much murderous Kevin McAllister. And yeah. that's pretty much, you know, just on high level, kind of what this movie is about, right? It's, you know, just a, I'll read you the synopsis. It says, a teenager's weekend at a lake house with her father takes a turn for the worst when a group of convicts wreaks havoc on their lives. So, Kevin James plays this neo-Nazi dude. And they're looking for like this specific item that for some reason is in their summer house, like Becky and her dad's. They have like a a lake house and it's hidden in there and it's buried under the house and they're there to get it. And so they end up kind of kidnapping them. And, you know, Becky runs away because there's like a, a, a family dispute and she leaves the house, runs into the woods and while she's gone, that's when these convicts kind of show up and start, you know, tying people up or, or whatever. And and then it turns out that, that Becky's a psycho serial killer. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was, I mean, I don't know. To me, it kind of left, it kind of had a couple plot holes where you didn't really know, you know, not yeah, to give too much away. Like, Yeah, we'll get into that in the spoiler part. background we'll, we'll, and we'll stuff like that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, but right. overall, I liked it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Joe McHale, he was in there. He's, you know, he's done quite a few things. Um, obviously, Kevin James. Yeah. What did you think of Kevin James as this, like, serious role? You know, he's not doing anything comedic. He's, you know, he's essentially this, this like, super criminal kind of guy. What did you think of that? I, th- I thought he did a good job, you know. Um, I don't know if you've if you've been on YouTube lately, but he, he's been doing some kind of weird things on, on his YouTube channel. Um. What's he been doing? I haven't seen that. He does like these real short clips. Um, there's one that he um, he's like the sound check guy in the background of movies like that have already come out. Like oh, there's one of him I've in the notebook. That. Yeah, but I haven't actually. Wa- I've seen them pop up in my YouTube feed, but I've never actually seen it. So is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So he's like doing these small clips of like stuff like that, and it's like he's and some of them he's like real serious. So to see him doing some serious roles is kind of different. You know, with him being comedic all these years. Wow. Okay. I might have to check that out. Um, but, I, I, mean, yeah, I agree. His... I feel like he pulled it off pretty good. Yeah, he did. And I think we mentioned last time that it was supposed to originally be Simon Pegg for Simon that role. Simon Pegg, you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which would have also been pretty interesting. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see him play in that role. Um, I did yeah. try to try to picture him in that role while I was watching the movie. But, yeah, I think Kevin James did a pretty good job in it. I mean, I, I think he's... He can do some serious roles coming yeah. you know, down the road. I don't know. I feel like I. I, I guess the, the the problem is that not the problem. My my my. I saw the trailer, but because I I, I was a big King of Queens fan, mm-hmm. and I saw you know I yeah. Yeah. that was my one of my favorite shows. That one and and the one that he had recently, well, a couple of years ago, that was that canceled after a season. Oh, or two. Uh, what is it? Um, um, what the hell was it? Was it Mike Kevin and Molly? No, no, no. Oh, Mike and Molly is a different dude. Never mind. No, Mike and Molly is a different one. Yeah, this is a um. Actually, I forgot the name of it. Was it, it was, it's been a couple of years. Wasn't since it Kevin Kuwait or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's Kevin Kuwait. Yeah, Kev, yeah, yeah, Kevin Kuwait. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's a retired police officer. Yeah, it was. Um, so when I now when I hear his voice or when I see him trying to be serious, 
it's it's hard to take it serious because he, when he tries to be serious in a comedic way, like his, in his comedy shows, he's trying to be serious, but he's also trying to be funny. Right, so yeah. It, t- it takes a while. I guess I have to watch the movie. Just watching the trailer, because very limited amount of dialogue. Yeah. I didn't get that, but I guess... I guess once I watch the movie, I'll be able to forget about um, yeah, him as a com- and as I a think, comedian. I think what 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 made it what made me be able to separate the two was his character. You know, he has a long beard and just his demeanor. So I think that kind of at the beginning, I'm like, I was pretty much the same. Like, okay, how is he gonna pull this off? But once you once you start watching the movie, then you, you kind of forget that that other side of Kevin James. Uh, for me, anyway, right, and that. And that's probably what I'm looking forward to is seeing that mm-hmm. that that side of it. Yeah, and I, it it probably takes a full movie to kind of get that um yeah I, get that experience. I'll be honest with you, I was conflicted watching it because the look of his character is spot on, right? He like you said, he's got the long beard, his you know his posture, his demeanor in the movie, uh, it's very good. But like you said, Danny, it's his voice. Like when I hear him. Like, all I see in my head is, you know, that dude from Hitch, right? Like, that's kind of where, you know, I'm just like, oh, this this guy is like this, like, lovable, like, just kind of dude. Like, he his characters are always like that, right? And, you know, even if he's being serious, it's still comedic, like, you know, Paul Blart or something like that. And, exactly. and you hear his voice exactly. and you're just like, ah, oh, that's still Kevin James. So, that kind of had a, I had a conflict with that where, like, yeah, he's doing a good job, but at the same time, I can't fully separate him from the stuff he's done before. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, like I'll give you an example. You know, like the first time that um, Robin Williams did. You know, what was the first movie he did that was really serious? Was it One Hour Photo? I'm not sure which. Yes. Yeah, 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 it was. For, it, yeah, when yeah, he when, played yes. like the super creepy kind of serial killer dude, and because Robin Williams was was amazing. He was able to do that and completely convinced me that he was a psycho person mm-hmm. where, you know, Kevin James, I don't know if he's got that full range, you know, and again, I do think he did a good job, but I did have some conflict where I couldn't really separate it. And I was like, oh, that's still the hitch guy, you know, so, yeah, but it, overall, good job. I think I like the I like what he did. Yeah. And I, and I think um, one of the group chats that me and you are in Carlos, I had mentioned that he was a wrestler back in high school and he was mm-hmm. actually the number one wrestler on his team and coincidentally on that same team was Mick Foley. Your, your boy Mick Foley. Absolutely. Big Mankind Mick Foley, himself. Man. Cactus yeah. Jack, you know? And what happened was that <laughs> Kevin James got hurt and couldn't wrestle no more so Mick Foley took that number one spot and, you know, as they say, the rest is history. So... Mm-hmm. And look at that. They both became famous so it looks like they yeah. didn't need to do it. So <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yes. man, overall, I think he did a good job. Uh, Lulu Wilson, I think, did pretty awesome. She does a good job of playing like a very disturbed little girl, you know, and, and she kind of did also in like, you know, Haunting of Hill House, which she was in as well. She was also one of the Annabelle movies, which, you know, so all she's all she's been in nothing, well, not nothing, but but recently she's been in a lot of horror themed uh, projects and and she does a good job. I, I really liked I really liked her character. I think it was pretty great. Yeah, I mean the movie overall was was good. You know, I and I don't know if you want to talk about the ending. Um, you know, spoiler warnings and all that, but it kind of left it open for yeah. Sequel, let's uh, you know what? Let's right now. Let's go and we'll go ahead and get into spoilers right now. So I'll give everyone a second to either pause it or skip over. So if you don't want to hear how the movie ends, uh, you can go and watch it for yourself. All right, so let's get into spoilers on Becky. Um, if you, I'm sure I've given you enough time to clear out if you don't want to hear spoilers. But uh, 
I personally did not like the way this movie ended. Give me your thoughts on what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it left you hanging. I mean, it, it there's like I talked about earlier about the plot holes. Like, there's a lot of like maybe that's why we'll get a sequel. Hopefully, we'll get a sequel. But yeah, like the key. Like, what what did the key open? Exactly. How did they get the key there in the first place? You know, what happened to her mother? To, like, just to, to cause her to be the way she was. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the ending, it's like, she has a smile on her face at the ending. Like, she, I don't know. Like, it, it leaves you hanging. I mean, right, right. It's a so, yeah. So, just to go back, you know, the, the, the artifact that Kevin James and his gang are after are this... Is this like old looking key, right? With, you know, some weird uh, uh, engraving on it. No one knows what it is or what it does. But it was buried under their house for whatever reason. And, you know, Becky, because, you know, she grew up in this lake house, you know, with her family. She finds it at some point and then she just she's just held on to it. And she had it in like this little wooden fort that she had out in the woods. Which is where she was like setting all the traps for these poor guys. She was demolishing these dudes. <laughs> Holy shit, man. How, it about, was ridiculous. how about that super soaker? <laughs> yeah. So she burns <laughs> Kevin James. She has a super soaker filled with gasoline, I assume, or maybe, or maybe, you know, kerosene or something. And then she shoots him over the fire pit. So it creates like it like turns it into like a flamethrower. It's amazing. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, and then he just gets up, right? <laughs> Right, because he's like, well, he, he did stop, drop, and roll. So good for yeah, him he that he stopped, stop, drop, and roll. And, yeah, yeah, he um, did. But yeah, there's the other dude that she kills in the water with the boat. Like, she chops this dude up with the propeller of the boat. Yeah. The boat engine. I was like, holy shit, man, this is wild. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I They didn't explain what the hell the key's for. Um, they didn't uh, say, you know, what happened afterwards. You know, it, it ends with her talking to, like, the police, I guess. And she's giving a statement of what happened. Um, and then that's it. And it ends with her eating gummy worms with this like super menacing look on her face. Yeah. Um, and then it just cuts the black and then you see the the credits roll. And I'm like, what? I, what happened? What was the key for? Like, what's yeah. next? Yeah. So, and then like from yeah. the beginning, from the first scene when she's talking to the authorities, they mention like what happened to the guy in the orange suit. And it's like, okay, well, where was that character? And it as I'm watching the movie, kind of towards the end, it kind of made me feel like the um, Apex character. Like she wasn't mm-hmm. gonna let him live, but I mean, she does him dirty too. So she blasted <laughs> this dude. He was all like, "Oh, I want you know, I wanted to save you." Pop! She just shoots this dude in the head. I was like, "What the hell, man? This girl's crazy." Yeah, that that's not a murderous Kevin McAllister. That's a kind of man a, straight psycho. <laughs> yeah straight psycho and i mean if 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 you've seen the trailer if, if you're still listening to this and you haven't seen this movie but you've seen the trailer in the trailer they show her eating the gummy worms and just kind of looking real menacing that is literally the last shot of the movie so yeah. <laughs> that's where it ends right there and you don't really know where it's going from there so you know i felt um i felt like i i wanted to know a lot more, which i guess is good right on them for making me care enough that i do want to know more about what happened um and you know if they did make another one i would watch it because i do want to see the conclusion of where this actually goes what the hell does that key do does that key have something to do with her mom's death in the first place it looks like her mom died of cancer so is that tied in in some way like they they didn't they didn't explain it so i don't know if that's on purpose or if that's a bad script i don't really know yeah and like i said you know like how did the key get there like and how does she get you know how does she find that trap 
the the trap door to go into the I guess the basement or whatever this shelter area was. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of loose ends that you know. Hopefully, you know the the writers directors of this movie will you know help yeah. us help us answer. So I want I want to pull up the um, the Rotten Tomato score because I'm just curious what it is. Well, on IMDb it shows five point seven out of ten. Let's see. Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes has to say. So the tomato beater for Rotten Tomatoes is currently 69% fresh. Um, and that is coming from 89 reviews. So I'm pretty sure okay. that, you know, that percentage of people that didn't like it, it's probably because they didn't really care for the ending. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of with them on that. But I did enjoy the movie overall. Um, I just, uh, I did want to see more. But again, I think that's that says that, I cared enough about the story to want to see more. So I'll take that as a positive as well that I, I did like, Oh, why'd you leave me hanging? Uh, so <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, if they make another one or, or whatever, but you know, it's available right now. If you want to, if you want to rent it, um, I think it's worth a watch. You know, again, it's super gory. It's like very graphic, but in a way where it's not realistic, kind of like kill bill graphic, you know what I mean? So you know, you don't really feel like it kind of you feel detached from it because it's not it's very unrealistic. Um, so even though it's kind of gory and over the top, I wouldn't say it's like hard to watch or anything. I, just to me, I, I don't know. Some people might feel differently. What do you what did you think about the graph about the the violence of it? I mean, I, I mean, I think it was typical of what we typically see in movies nowadays. But, you know, like I said earlier, it's not a family movie. Um, I did. I did think the. I think what was missing was some of the sound effects. I don't know what the budget was on the movie mm-hmm. or how that plays into it, but like, like some of the the scenes where she does kill all the the bad guys, it's you you could they probably could have used a little bit better special or yeah sound effects. I think the visual effects of it were good, but mm-hmm. you kind of just miss those sound effects, you know? Right. But on the topic of sound, one of my favorite things of this movie was the score. I felt like the. Oh, yeah. The music they used was so dope. It was very like very creepy, but I don't know. I, I yeah. can't really can't can't really um, compare it to something else that you know someone else might have seen. But I really enjoyed the way the score was. Like the the sound like the soundtrack of the movie was pretty great. Uh, definitely one of the best parts of it. Uh, it really kind of brought you into it feeling like really really creepy and you know kind of ominous but uh, i i enjoyed that part probably the most actually i really like the score on that one yeah even the even the end credit was pretty good so danny you might have to watch this man we need you to tell us what you think i know you saw the trailer but <laughs> we'd love to get your take on uh, on what you thought of this movie yeah yep I'll, I'll i'll definitely watch it yeah make sure the girls are asleep you know just you and the wife mm-hmm. don't, <laughs> don't have any kids around for this please <laughs> yes please that that is our disclaimer do not watch this yeah. with your children man but yeah so you know that's it for becky go check it out let us know what you think uh you know if you want to hit us up on twitter or maybe just you know leave a leave a comment somewhere we'll uh we'd be interested to know what you guys think of uh, of this one if you saw it um because it's i'm sure it's gonna you know spark some debate amongst people that have seen it because of the way it ended um but yeah, man, I uh, wanted to get into what uh, some of the stuff that we're currently watching. Juan, what are you watching right now? I know you, you mentioned you were watching a new show. Well, the, from the generosity of someone that let me use their uh, DC Universe account. Um, oh, how nice of them. I know, right? 
uh, I started watching Harley Quinn, the animated series on uh, mm. Disney Universe. Um, I'm about dope. seven episodes in. Mm-hmm. And I must say, um, another disclaimer, this, is not a, this is a family show, but this animated series is not a family animated series. <laughs> Man, it is super not for kids. Like this is, oh, I mean, you're, yeah, you don't. You're, oh you're telling me like that first episode. I was like, whoa, what, like what am I watching here? The first thirty <laughs> seconds, you're just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> exactly, like the profanity, the the gore. I was like, wow, but yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. You know, um, me being a very huge Joker fan, and obviously Harley Quinn as well. Um, I found that very interesting. I. I can't wait to finish the rest of season one and then i know season two is there's still like three or four more episodes left of season two so i'm gonna try to catch all those up before the end of the month um i did find the cast because you know as you're watching animated series you're always like oh who's that voice you know that sounds familiar stuff like that Man, I'm, i know where you're going with this and i'm right there with you keep going yeah like kaylee cuoco is um hardy quinn lake bell plays poison ivy um yeah, if anyone doesn't know who that is, that's the that's the that's Penny from Big Bang Theory. She's the one that yeah. voices Harley Quinn, and it's so crazy to hear her playing this role, and it's like super graphic and like the the yeah. language. And I'm like, oh wow, that's that's, that's yeah, Penny. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah, that's Penny. We're Sheldon, and she's talking to Sheldon like that. Right. But, um. So uh, one of the other characters, uh, Cyborgman, which is the uh, the landlord of the building that Poison Ivy's in, mm-hmm. um. I couldn't, I was like, who is that? Like, it didn't really catch my, like, I was like, who is that? So, turns out it's Jason Alexander. Yep, <laughs> Which, like, exactly. The, the, like, the voice acting in this show is so great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm right there with you. I'm actually watching the same thing. Brittany and I are, are already, like, maybe fourth episode of season two. So, okay. we already finished season one. Uh, it's it's really good, man. I've never seen a uh, an animated show that has such good uh, character development, where you know they kind of take you along this Harley Quinn's you know quest to try to be a, a, a ultimate supervillain. It's kind of what the show's about, mm-hmm. and it just you know the, the 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 crew that she builds along the way and the way her and Poison Ivy are. It's just such a good show, and it's a really good dynamic. Uh, and it's funny as hell, man. I think one of my favorite oh, yeah. parts, or one of my favorite things of the whole show, is I don't even I have to look it up and see who it is. But the guy that voices Bane, the way he does <laughs> yes. Bane, he yes. is he is doing Bane's voice as if he's making fun of Tom Hardy's Bane. So think about yes. the way Tom Hardy does Bane, right, in Dark Knight Rises. And this guy is taking that same, like, oh, until I put on the mask. Like, he just talks <laughs> like that the whole time. And it's hilarious. You're, it is so Yeah, good. you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's up And what's up with Commissioner Gordon? <laughs> oh, man, Gordon. So, again, we're not, I don't want to give anything away in the, sh- in the, in the show because I want you guys to go see it. But the way they depict Commissioner Gordon, he's like a super rundown, alcoholic-looking dude. He doesn't shave. <laughs> he, oh man, the way they depict, the way they drew him, and the, even the, the the voice actor, it's it's so great and it's hilarious. I mean, again, Batman's in this as well, so like the way Batman's portrayed, it's funny as hell, man. I love the yeah, show. Yeah, there's even cameos by uh, Wonder Woman, Superman, Lois Lane, yep. which is pretty funny yeah, the whole, as well. The whole Justice League shows up uh, at one point, so. Uh, Man, Danny, I, if you need to see it, it's hilarious, man. It is so funny. Yeah, and like you said, the uh, character development, like the chemistry between um, 
Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy's and even Frank the Plant, you know, Frank the yeah. Plant. <laughs> right, which is, which is uh, J.B. Smooth, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Frank the Plant's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I was kind of iffy on watching it, but, you know, like you said, that first 30 seconds of episode one is just like, yep. whoa, okay. I got like, to watch that? the rest of it. Yeah. So, highly recommend I mean, right? it. 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, I mean, right now, that's pretty much all I've been watching as of late. Um, mm-hmm. I am looking, uh, you know, going into a little bit of reading. I haven't read too many comic books lately, the past couple years. But there is an event in uh, DC coming out soon called uh, Batman Joker War, where it supposedly finally pits Batman and Joker to the death, apparently. Sweet. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It was supposed to come out, I think, in April, but with uh, the pandemic and all that, it got pushed out, obviously. So, I mean, yeah, that's a little bit of what I've been watching. I would would definitely uh, read that. That sounds dope. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing lately. Um, Danny, what you been up to? Um, no, just watching some miscellaneous shows. Not too much right now. Um, uh, one we just finished watching Defending Jacob on Apple TV Plus. Oh, how was, which was that? Pretty good. Is that the one? It was is good. that the one with uh, with Chris Evans, right? Yes. Okay. It was really good, actually. I liked it. It was. Um, I don't want to say too much because giving too much information about it can kind of ruin the ruin the not not spoilers, but okay. Um, but I do recommend you watching it. It's a uh, pretty good awesome I, you know i haven't seen a single like show it. on apple tv plus and I, i've had the service since it since it launched and i have not seen anything on it no really <laughs> so, yeah. yeah there's some pretty good there's some pretty good shows on there uh, oh the, well, i take that back the only thing i did not see, a lot but the ones that there's a few good shows yeah a few I, good um, i did series. see one thing and it wasn't even a series it was kind of like a movie about the beastie boys and i did watch that it was kind of like a documentary uh movie <clears> thing that was pretty good yeah but uh, same for me. That's it. I don't have anything else that I'm watching uh, except for right now. The only thing we're watching consistently is Harley Quinn, and we're almost caught up to. Um, to yeah, so you to said the, you were. Um, I think you said you were watching Doom Patrol recently too. How was that? Yeah, I was going to start. I, I actually have not started watching it yet um, because it's, oh, okay. I just I, yeah I just haven't gotten to it. The only other show that that I've seen from DC Universe was Swamp Thing, which was which is pretty good too. But I haven't gotten to Doom Patrol or Titans, and I, I, those are the two that I want to get to. So uh, more to come on that for sure. Cool, sounds yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, man, that's it for uh, today's episode, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, as always, you know, feel free to take a look at all of the uh, links that we put in the show notes. That we're going to have the links to some of the articles that talked about some of the stuff we covered with the PlayStation and all that. Um, please feel free to uh, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it really goes a long way for us. Let's us know what you think. Um, so please feel free to go ahead and uh, and do that. And uh, you know, hit us up on social media. We got the uh, we got the Twitter down there. We got the Instagram. We got all that stuff. Um, so please feel free to reach out to the show. And even if yes, you have like please. recommendations and stuff, well, we love taking those. Maybe uh, you know, topics for future shows, things like that. Let us know. Yes, please. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening, human.